Okay, are we recording? Ready to go? How you feeling? Good. Good? Do you know? Oh, God, Phoebe, no. She's going to be all up in our business. She really is. Hey, everyone, this is Jay Alejandro, and I am joined by Maddie. We are now podcasting back to where everything began in the living room. Yeah. Thanks. Comfy chairs. Oh, man. You you do look like you're going to fall asleep. <laughs> look like this is cocooned. It's not going to turn out well, I don't think. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what we've missed? It's been a little while. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? Uh, um. <laughs> well, let, let's do this. While you think, I'm going to put some music on because this is essentially a new phase of the podcast and... I want to begin by playing some new beats brought to you by our son. This is totally not ready. So uh, it's going to be just a sec. Our son has been into Band Lab, and the last time he played with GarageBand, he made our previous theme song. So I think it's, uh, it's only right that uh, we pick out a new track that he made. What do you think? Mm-hmm. That sounds okay. good. All right. There is one called Laser Gun. Uh, there's one that has uh, February the 7th. There's one that's called Calming. <laughs> one that's called Retro. Another one that's called The Run. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he meant like running, like a chase, or the actual runs. But we'll <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> see how that pans out. Okay, we're back. I think we got the technical difficulties figured out Mm -hmm. we are trying out our new mixer as well that will allow us to record so here we go this is our brand new theme song that was made by our son don't talk through it though There we go. How does that feel? Very good. (laughs) That's our kids asleep, new and improved, now in the living room. Got very grandiose. Yeah, but that's what we're all about here. We're a family of grand ideas and uh, bold emotions. Big choices, right? (laughs) Yeah, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this, so I feel a little bit out of sorts. I feel like we've grown as a family. I feel like uh, we've done a lot. I feel like our toilet flooded. Uh, <laughs> yes, that did happen. Do you want to start with that, with uh, toilet flooding and uh, the yeah. aftermath of that shit? Uh, well, you were home when it happened. So yeah, it was a. Maybe you should be the one that. I've told the story a couple of times on on various recordings, but I feel it bears repeating because <laughs> it, it was such a clusterfuck that I. It's really one of my favorite clusterfucks, actually. And it began when I was working from home on a Thursday. It was our son's birthday. And I went to have a grand old time at Walmart to get some deli food and to get his last present. And I was probably planning to be gone like 30 minutes because, you know, I was in a time crunch. So like many people do before they go somewhere, they go to the bathroom. I did as such. And I peed normal. You know, it wasn't like an extreme pee or like a. (laughs) (laughs) there was no issue there. Right. Mm -hmm. 
I flushed the toilet and like a regular human being, I didn't think twice about it. And I went and had a grand old time at the store. I got my popcorn chicken and I was ready to come back. By the time I got here, it took me a little bit to realize what was going on because I was looking forward to getting some packages that they dropped off from Amazon. So I opened the door, you know, my car's parked already. And as I'm coming in, I see Phoebe who is here and she doesn't remember a thing because she's traumatized, (laughs) but she's, she's on the kitchen table and she's looking at me and meowing really bad. Like she's worried, like something is wrong. And look, she's, she came back to kind of tell her version of it. it. Yeah. And (laughs) I didn't realize what was going on, but I look like beyond Phoebe and I realized that there is a waterfall coming from the vent in the kitchen and I lose my shit and I start screaming and shouting all kinds of obscenities. And I turn around and it took me about 30 seconds to realize what was happening. So once I figure, oh shit, it's from the upstairs bathroom, one of them, I run up there like a madman. I must have tripped a couple of times. I can't even remember. But when I get over there, it's already in the in the master bedroom, in our bedroom. So I scream some more <laughs> and <laughs> I throw blankets at it i throw towels at it i throw my shirt at it did you think Uh, to turn the toilet off first not no Uh no i was just screaming (laughs) i didn't know i didn't know what to do i was screaming and for a moment i didn't know if it was coming from the sink or the you know the bathtub whatever It, it was just a flood you know it was it was probably about you know half an inch of water you know an inch of water already collected you know and it was only kept in the bathroom by the carpet and I, I go in there and of course our, our walk-in closet I, I thought was okay, but eventually we found that it was completely flooded too. And sure enough, about a minute in trying to tap everything or dry everything, I turn off the toilet and we would soon find that the little mechanism that tells the toilet to stop filling the tank just got locked or got stuck and so the water just rose out of the toilet tank and that was that was my son's birthday uh well i mean the bright side of that was that it was the tank and not the the toilet water yeah i mean had it been shit water i i would be (laughs) ill i would be in the hospital right now with all all kinds of disease plus covid from you know the infections at the hospital like it it was just a mess and Mm. I'm really glad that it didn't escalate. I mean, it could have been real bad. Had I been working at the office or had I been out running several errands, this could have been a fucking disaster. Mm -hmm. And surely, I mean, it wasn't fun. We spent four days letting it dry and pulling the carpet, inspecting the the padding and all kinds of stuff. Uh, And it was our first real homeownership issue that we've had that was that could have been catastrophic we moved into the guest room for the whole weekend because yeah. we had to pull all our furniture away from the wall yeah and pull and up all the carpet and you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of dorm life it reminded me of our apartment life when we were first dating like 40 years ago whenever that oh, was because we were sleeping on the floor we were sleeping on the floor remember i had a a mattress that we got from an ag student Ugh. an agriculture student at the university of God. wyoming i sh- that was probably one of my worst decisions but i was i thought i was being very shrewd about it you know with my with my money it was like 20 dollars, and i think it might even have been free they just wanted to get rid of it 
And when we went to pick it up, it was the, we were led by the sweet smell of pasture. Ugh. Like it smelled like <laughs> fucking the grossest thing. It smelled like wildlife and open air and, and, uh, farm milk. Does it, does that <laughs> evoke an image? <laughs> no, it smelled like hay. It smelled like moldy straw. Moldy? Would you go so far as to call it moldy? I mean, it was like on. damp. Okay. Well, it was a grand old time. And our bed doesn't smell like we, that. We we did we let it air out. We did, and eventually that became you know my my sleeping quarters for I think the last two years of college and. There on the floor of that nuclear silo apartment over on Grand Avenue. And those were excellent days. But it was in my own home. And so I had this really interesting flashback moment. But at least we got to watch HBO. We got to watch uh, uh, What's the Cartoon that you really like, oh. which we should talk about <laughs> because it's hilarious. Yeah, we well, we moved all our crap into the guest room. This was like two days before your sister showed up. Yeah. And uh, we had four fans running yeah. like madness. And, uh, so we like moved the, the mattress and then we moved the TV into the guest room and we just watched. There's a show on HBO Max called Close Enough and it's the same guys who did regular show. Mm-hmm. It's J.J. J.G. Quintel. Quintel. Quintel yeah. is that his name? Yeah. And it's uh, the show Close Enough. It's about these. Uh, this family who lives in Los Angeles and they can't afford to have like have their own apartment. So they share their apartment with a divorced couple (laughs) who are also still living together because they can't afford not to. And uh, just like if you, if you're familiar with a regular show, the whole premise of these shows is that they start out like the situation starts out fairly normal, but the longer the episode goes, the more absurd things become. It gets out of hand. <clears throat> yeah, and so every episode's kind of like that. But it's like it's these really absurd situations, and they're super funny. But there's also these like really genuine, like genuinely well, sweet. They have a moments. daughter. Right? Yeah, they have a daughter named Candace, and like it's it's yeah, it's hilarious, but also like genuinely sweet. It's super endearing because for us anyway we've kind of been in that situation and it's very much a millennial show now Mm -hmm. because we're all getting old as fuck. And so I think the types of narratives that you see in those stories are like more tailored to, you know, to us. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of like stuff that hits below the belt, you know, for millennials, you know, like being old and like can't get out of bed anymore and falling asleep, but not like when, uh, I think, Candace is like sleeping over at a friend's house and they're like date night and they're oh, yeah, like doing yeah. their taxes and <laughs> folding it's tax laundry. Night, yeah. yeah. And then it becomes a euphemism for, you know, a certain something mm. and then it never happens they're, because they're they tired. They fell asleep at 9:30. Which yeah. which totally feels like real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you have a kid, I mean, you know the drill, you know how it goes. You're scraping by, you know, on on that sleep and trying to find time, you know to i guess be a couple mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it feels real but it's laugh out loud hilarious there's mm-hmm. moments that i'm i'm losing my shit and um what's his name jason manzukas is that his name jason manzukas yeah manzukas uh he plays the the husband or the ex-husband in that divorce couple pair yeah. and he's like a 
like a, a literature professor or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he's like it? a community college yeah. literature professor. <laughs> he's he's the best. Mm-hmm. And the landlord's the landlady's son yeah. is really good. He's like walking around with a shirt off all the time. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think it gets pretty absurd, the right amount of absur- absurd. Yeah. There's reason. usually like they they start out like throwing a birthday party for their daughter and then somehow like they rip open a a tear like in a space of, time. Yeah. yeah. Just like something crazy always happens like near the end. It's good shit. Yeah. It's really funny. Highly recommend it. It's funnier if you have a kid. I think you can enjoy it even if okay, you don't have a kid. You can enjoy it if you don't have... Well, I feel like it's for me. <laughs> it was made for me, baby. I think there's... I think people can relate to... Um, to the parents, I think people can relate to the single, like, Bridget's character. Yeah, you know, like, for she's sure. single, she's a divorcee. And then Jason Mantzoukas, who's sort of like this washed up, you know, the, intellectual. The, yeah, there's a lot of lost dreams in there, yeah, too. Yeah, I think you can, like, anybody can find someone to relate yeah. to with that show. And what's the, uh, um, I, I'm, I'm blanking out on all the character names tonight yeah. for some reason, but, uh, the dad, um, I know her name is Emily. <laughs> the Emily. mom's name is Emily. Yeah, this is how long of a week we've had, and it's only Tuesday. Uh, Can you believe that? It's not Jason, is it? Uh, close enough. I Let's. Can't we're gonna we're gonna resort to Google because we are old <laughs> as fuck and we can't remember anything. Yeah. Josh. Okay. Close. Who, who's played by JG Quintel? Yeah. And Jason Manzukas is Alex. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle Walsh is Emily. Kimiko Glenn is Bridget. Mm-hmm. Jessica DeChico is Candace. So it's got a great uh, cast. Highly recommend it. That's a good one. Do you think that's a tink? Are we going to tink to that? Mm-hmm. Our first tink back. Let's go. Rock and roll. You know what I think about that keeps me up at night sometimes is the fact that when Tenacious D sang that song about Dio mm-hmm. and they said... It's time to pass the torch. <laughs> You're too old to rock, so no more rocking for you. Uh-huh. I think they're getting to be that age. Yeah. Yeah. Who? And it, Jack Black and KG? Yeah. yeah. I How think it's, dare you? It's breaking my heart, but I, I just see my own mortality Did a, you see a bit closer. the Jack Black's Thor video, though? Oh, yeah. He's still got he's it. He's still got it. I mean, but, but you know, he's a little gray in the beard, and he's he's getting up there. Yeah. Man, when I saw him, like... Like spinning in slow motion, and his belly like just swung. <laughs> I lost my shit. I, he he is my spirit uh, animal. He's the best. He's incredible. May he never leave us. It's <sighs> a fucking treasure. I'm really sad we missed them tour. That was such a bummer. What if they never <laughs> tour again? It's well, you know, things are getting better. The yeah, you know, they sort of have like this renewed popularity because of the internet. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, they never really went out of fashion, but they, I just don't think they're like, they don't tour that much. So when they did, uh, well, what Jack was Black's it? busy. He's got like a full movie lineup and he's doing blockbusters and uh, what's that Jumanji. movie? Jumanji and shit. And yeah, it gets harder. Well, he did the um, Goosebumps movies too. Right. He's in that phase where he's doing it for the kids. Yeah. Like he's doing His those kids, kids movies. kids are like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like preteen. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I think that we'll get another shot. 
they're still in that in that golden age where they might do. I know some of you saw them at Red Rocks like two years ago, and I'm really jealous. And that's some bullshit. God damn it! We should have been there. There was a spot reserved for me, but some I don't even know what happened. We were working. Oh no! It was like the day before we were supposed to work up. You should have just told me. That like they weren't. I you you shouldn't you. have told me. I no, know, you shouldn't have told know. me. You should we have just should said, have just found out after that they were there. It's like Tenacious D hasn't come to our side of the country in like twenty years, so you just yeah. shouldn't even worry about it. Well, but what no. I'm looking forward to, or what I'm hoping for, is that there's going to be so much pent up demand for live performances that all our favorite artists are going to all go out in the same year. Hoping so, and we're just going to be like boom, 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 like yeah. knocking out all these like bucket lists. Bands. Yeah. At this point, it's it's a fever pitch. It's a desperation to get back out there. Mm-hmm. And I feel it everywhere I look, whether it's when I'm working or when, you know, we're on the Internet and, you know, everyone's just kind of constantly thinking about let's get back out there. Let's do this. It might be a little bit too soon. Definitely too soon. But folks are getting I, started. I think if you do it safely. OK, so we're um, we're going to see a comedy show in the yeah. end of april both of you both you and i will be fully vaccinated by the time we go do that right um so comedy works the downtown location in denver is not open but the comedy works south club mm-hmm. is open yeah and that's where we're going to see taylor tomlinson so she um she's uh kind of a big club comedian right now she's she was still touring she she well she was about to break out i think well she did break out like just before the pandemic yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah with her and it fucked everything up yeah yeah but she was doing you know like rooftop shows and like backyard she was one of those comedians that was like still working yeah or trying to um (laughs) there's a battle Oh, a cat God. battle going on on the back of the couch. See, see what they're doing right now. That's what the cover of the stand looks like. Yeah, the Stephen King cover, the oh original one. Oh my God, one. it does. So yeah, look, good Oscar and evil, style. good and evil. Look at that fucking ass hat. He's trying to bring her down. Look, she just turned her back on. Him. Oscar is evil in this scenario. I just want to let everybody know. And then, and then, don't Phoebe's stereotype like, him just because he's black. No, I'm not saying that. It's mm-hmm. not. No, no. No, mm-hmm. I didn't say that because because of that. I said it because because of the cover of yeah, I Stephen know. King's classic. That cover, the the evil thing is like a black oh, crow. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, okay. Black cats give a very bad reputation. They do, they do. Oscar is actually the sweetest cat we ever could imagine. Maybe like, it was Phoebe being the evil one, which is usually the case. Actually, to be honest, Phoebe is such a fucking asshole. <laughs> like she's so mean and she doesn't like it when you like scratch her a certain way yeah. and she gums you like on your wrist. Cause she doesn't have any teeth. She doesn't have any teeth. And she's looking at me right now. She knows I'm talking about her. Oh no, she looked away. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> I got to watch what I say around her. Cause she's mm-hmm. going to start freaking out. But, um, but yeah, like, so we're, we made it, so we haven't done anything <laughs> like this in the, in a year. Yeah. And normally we try to do something, you know, two or three times a year, whether it's going to a concert or a comedy yeah. show or whatever. Um, well, you know what the fucked up thing is? I feel that 2020 was supposed to be the year where there was enough stability in our lives where we said, let's give our kid the best possible summer and like these great adventures. We were 
mapping out things at the beginning of the year to go and do even Disneyland, you know, that was in the picture. And suddenly this happens in, in, you know, at the beginning of the year and all of that went to shit. So it feels like it's just completely bubbling up and we're going to make up for it this year. Yeah. I'm really optimistic that we're going to have a good time and get out there. Yeah. He deserves it. We're going to go do the, we're not taking our kid to a comedy show. It's not appropriate, but (laughs) so we're going to do that and then, you know, plan some other stuff. Um, in the summer and yeah. like early or late late spring. Yeah, you showed me those uh, those uh, that location down in south southwest Colorado that Sam and Austin went to. Yeah, that looks fucking legit. I said Mesa something Verde. stupid. I said let's go to the Grand Canyon and look at that gaping abyss, and you're like, let's go somewhere cool <laughs> instead of that piece of. I don't the- know. I just I don't really know. I'm not interested. I would be wowed. For like 30 seconds. I mean, I guess. And then. Uh, people hike, I guess, in the Grand Canyon. That's a thing. But sure. like. I I don't know. I'm not into it. Maybe someday. Yeah. I mean, if we're but, passing by. But I, like. I suppose. To go all that way. To just look at a big hole in the ground. And we have a we have a kid. So we got to think about what's mm-hmm. going to be interesting for our kid too. We can't go look at it like a big hole. And then be like, okay, got to turn back around, right. get in the car for yeah. 10 hours or however long it's going to be. Yeah. So like the Mesa Verde National Park in um, southwestern Colorado um, is like an old Pueblo uh, village. Mm. It's just like carved into like this rock face. Yeah. And um, it looks really awesome. And if- um that's something we might do. It looks pretty remarkable, and it would be a phenomenal experience, yeah. I think, just to be in, in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. feeling the energy. And I think we should go at night so we can watch the aliens come mm-hmm. down, because there there are extraterrestrial things that happen in those sites. Just throwing it out there. Mm. That shit happens. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you my dream that I had? Like, this is the the craziest shit and kind of like a, an odd segue. But do you ever feel like when you put really tight underwear on or really tight pants when you go to bed that it, it gives you bad dreams? <laughs> I took a drink right as you said that. No, serious no, question. But like, you've told me that before. This is and fucked I'm... up. No, like I kid you not. Cut off see the circulation these... to your brain. Yeah, like see these black shorts. Mm-hmm. Every time I wear these, I have a nightmare. Those are super loose. No, like they're tight around the belly part. I thought, I like you were talking about your plaid pants. No, they're somewhat comfortable. Well, the plaid pants they kind of do it. <laughs> they kind of do it sometimes, but. <laughs> I think this is like a false equivalency. No, or something. no. Okay, so this is really bizarre. I thought it was like, you know, when you, when you were younger, did, did they ever tell you that uh, peanut butter? Yeah, like if you have peanut all butter sorts late of at night, bullshit wives' tales. Okay, about well, what gives people nightmares? Maybe you married an old wife. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but the thing that happens is the the dreams that I have when I wear these shorts or like those. <laughs> stop looking at me like that i'm trying to tell you something like okay so get this when i put on these shorts or the plaid pants (laughs) stop 
<laughs> I'm trying to be sincere okay, okay. here. You're not... <laughs> All right, when you wear the pants. when I when I wear the pants. <laughs> it was really scary. It was like, <laughs> what did you dream about? Okay, so we I I got into this kid uh, into this situation trying to keep our kids safe. Oh, did you tell me this already? No, no. Okay. Well, this this happens every now and then. I I think I have a complex. Yeah. I need to keep keep my kids safe, and. We were talking like, you know, our son gets some ideas about prayer and and faith through my in-laws, which is great. I, you know, I'm personally not for it anymore, but, you know, it is what it is. But he wanted to pray last night. And so I said, okay, let's do that. And all night I was thinking about it, but it's almost like the dream amplified that idea and then it became this battle of good and evil, and I had to protect you and our son from an evil force in the forest. And and we had to go through like a bridge that, that had like a cover. And I thought that I was leaving like your spirits behind. It was mm. just that kind of idea. And it was really off-putting. It was unsettling. I didn't like it. But coming back to it it only happens when i wear these fucking shorts like i don't understand like oh is that like that uh i think it like cuts off circulation and like my brain is like trying to rationalize like am i still alive or am i dying what's happening <laughs> no and, is that um is that like that myth in mexico where like if a baby goes through a forest yeah and you don't say its name well like, los, los duendes are like the spirits like forest spirits yeah. and if, I mean, you, you can take a nap in, in the forest or on a grassy knoll or some shit out in the, in nature, but before you go, you need to wake up the person or wake up the child. If not, their spirit will be stuck in the forest looking for its body. And that is an old, you know, superstition. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I've had a lot of mixed feelings about this, like my, superstitious nature really comes out in moments where my when i'm tired or maybe i i feel distressed or you know i try to find some kind of rationalization to things and it's hard for me to do so that's when those ideas start creeping back in even though i i feel like i know better and it's just <laughs> but but it is probably i'm conflating or or maybe just trying to find that correlation in a place that it doesn't really fit like my shorts don't fit if that makes sense yeah <laughs> i'm never gonna lift this down like you're gonna look at me and it's like yeah don't wear those fucking well, the shorts other the other night i was like why are you changing i thought you liked those soft plaid pants and you're like they're too tight they give me bad dreams <laughs> like what they're very comfortable I uh, but i i'm positive I'm, I, have, I have pants like that too that i don't wear to sleep they're very comfortable as i'm lounging around the house yeah. you know they keep my the, the pants stay yeah you know and that's the important thing when you're upright you just got to make sure that you're decent but but when you you're lying down it feels like and and i believe there's got to be some kind of scientific explanation to this that it's just too tight around mm -hmm. the middle and it's cutting off circulation to my brain or the blood flow is interrupted in some way. And I start to see some shit 
It's very bizarre. Lord, but I'm not a mind our, doctor or a dream specialist. Our heart rates do slow down significantly when we're sleeping, yeah. so maybe that has something. I to think do the with heart rate is stuck between like <laughs> my belly and and my thighs, yeah. and is just trying to like chug through. You're also laying flat. Yeah. So probably got sleep apnea now from you know <laughs> deep thrombosis. D- or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just all kinds of fucked up, like. <laughs> The pandemic has really done a number on everything, and I blame my weight gain on that fully. Mm -hmm. I take no responsibility whatsoever for this. (laughs) This is only acceptable because 2020 happened. Oh, another standoff. The cats are about to... They're really rumbling tonight. Yeah. You guys, we're trying to fucking podcast. Oscar. Go. Oh, did you want to talk about this real quick? Then we can talk about something legitimate. What? The couch? The <laughs> God. Why are we such idiots? Why do we do this to ourselves? Because we like to dream big. Okay, so we had this grand idea. And it's kind of been in the works for a while. So we had this old bed that was in our guest room. Okay. We were like, we got to get rid of this bed because most of the time this room is not being used. The cats love it. Yeah. But there's much, no other use. Yeah. So we were like, okay, so we're going to get rid of the bed. We sold the bed to a friend. And so now the room is empty. And we're like, okay, now we're going to buy a couch that folds out into a, 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 a sleeper bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great because most of the time it will be a couch. We'll use that room as a study or whatever, a place that a room without a TV. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, so we bought a couch, took like fucking two months to get here. <laughs> it was on back order. We got back. it for Christmas. It was a Christmas present to ourselves. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. More or less. Yeah. And so it finally arrived. The guys. Okay. So here's my first mistake. When I bought, when I bought it, I didn't pay the extra hundred dollars. No, but what did we say? You said, oh, should we pay a hundred dollars to... No, what I said, I made the decision. I made the executive decision to be like, no, we don't Can you walk me through that thought process when you said, (laughs) oh, fuck those guys who do this for a living? I was... Okay, here's... (laughs) Here's my actual legitimate thought was, I don't want to have to go through the embarrassment of those guys hauling that up the stairs and then it doesn't fit through the doorway (laughs) and then they have to take it back down the stairs and take it back to the store because it doesn't fit i would have paid for that that would have been great to just see them fumble (laughs) so i was like i'm not gonna do that because i don't i can't take that kind of humiliation so okay that's fair i was like not gonna do it so So it comes like two months later your sister is here when they drop it off they literally threw it on the driveway <laughs> fuck they, you they just like they just pushed bailed. it wasn't even on its bottom it was like on its side they just shoved it into the driveway rang the doorbell and then booked Ran. it to the truck they didn't want any any contact no. whatsoever and so yeah. it was in our driveway brenda and i rolled it into the garage christ and uh it sat in there for two weeks because we didn't know how to get it up the stairs listen listen here we didn't want to face the truth we didn't want to admit that we were in the wrong from the moment it showed up and we realized how huge it was it was the size of our garage it's big i mean this thing is a fucking behemoth and it has a like a 
a, a mattress. It's a pullout. It's heavier than a normal couch yeah. because it had a bed in it. About, I don't know, 200 pounds? I don't know. It was no way heavier than that. Are you serious? No, I don't know. So are I'm you not... telling me I'm superhuman and I was able to, to do it? I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself, but... I'm not good at judging weight. I don't know, but... Um... I'm glad you're not good at it, because if not, you would have left me a long time ago. It would have been so the end of that. We we were avoiding it and avoiding it and avoiding it, and you had to park outside for like two weeks because it was which in... wasn't Which wasn't a, a good thing. It was in your spot in the garage. Yeah. And then... Um... What happened? Last weekend, we, what steps were taken? We bought um, those straps, those forklift forearms. We said we must confront this <laughs> this weekend, or we better take it back, or yeah. set it on the sidewalk and say for sale or free. <laughs> take it. I don't want to admit this burden. Yeah, and we yeah we did go to Home Depot. We got those straps, and we said. Let's do this. Let's try let's, it. Let's try. Mm -hmm. And if it's too embarrassing, <laughs> we can either return it or we can have somebody do it for us. No, what did I tell you, though? I was like, can we shut the garage door so that our neighbors... Babe, why did you think we put it in there in the first place? You said, maybe we could go and go around the front door. I'm like, are you fucking insane? Are you ill? I don't want people to see me like trying to maneuver Struggling. my... My belly fat as I push against it and thrust trying to get it in the door. I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> so I decided like a, like a rational human being, I decided to mask my shame and go through this garage entrance. Yeah. And that's when we started um, the great turnaround. Because... I saw you lifting that and it broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you lifting that couch and I said, <laughs> I have failed you as a man. I I shouldn't have put you in this situation. And fine, my brother-in-law is not available. My, I'm not going to put my father-in-law through this. We're going to make this happen, but I'm going to be smart about it. So <laughs> I legit felt like this this zen-like drive to to will this to happen and like like a very smart person i started seeing the numbers like in a beautiful mind <laughs> and i started looking at the angles and we used cardboard we used the moving straps we used inch by inch angling it in the right way we got it through the garage entrance which there's only a clearance of about what do you think like six feet and the couch is like seven and a half feet, mm -hmm. right? Something like that. We we got it as we were tilting it in. We moved it, got it in the living room, and then we had to slowly start our way up the, I guess the 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 stairs, which was really like one of the hardest things we've ever done. But there was a really scary moment there, right here when it got stuck. When we were just in the the first couple of steps, I was holding it. I didn't want to tell you this because you would have you would have been like freaking out. I thought it was gonna come back and snap my shin in half. And <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's when I said, Yeah, I'm never doing this again. But <laughs> you were scared enough that I didn't want to add more to your, <laughs> to your fear and panic. 
And, and I was like, you know, okay, we can do this. But I readjusted, we pushed, like, I don't know what happened. Like, it's almost like we took it one step at a time. Yeah. Dare I say, I use this a lot. I use this term a lot, but it was a Herculean affair. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing like this had come into our lives until this last weekend. And I love that the last push we had to do together, which was very appropriate. We did it as a couple. Mm -hmm. We pushed the fucking thing up the last couple of steps. We got it in place. And... um. Uh, did, have you checked for hernias or any kind of displacement of your? No. Okay, good. That's, so far, that's so good. good. To hear. I I woke up sore as hell. Mm-hmm. I thought that something was wrong, but <laughs> just it, was just, it was just me being old. <laughs> but uh, after that, we celebrated. We got some uh, DoorDash or some shit. No, we got Taco Bell, and that was the ending of a beautiful weekend full of uh, potential and possibility. And uh, we were really sore, really, really sore. Mm -hmm. So the moral of the story, I would say, is pay the <laughs> pay somebody to move pay your somebody shit. to do it because at a certain time you just get too old for this shit, too old for this shit. Mm -hmm. How did that happen? I told you about that meme online that I saw that was like, if you're over thirty five. Just hire movers because all your friends are as old as they as you are and they uh, don't want to slip a disc yeah. for pizza and a Bud Light. <laughs> so just hire the movers. And that's that's the reality. Uh, that time has now passed. And uh, thankfully, I mean, we're able to, to afford it. I think we just got in a position where we're like, eh, nah, it's going to be fine. How hard can it be? Yeah. So that's been just a portion a fraction of our eventful march and otherwise i think we should we should end on a big announcement that you have regarding your mm. your release because i think it's a really good time to share it so i'll let you i'll let you do that yeah so on friday my audiobook liberty brought us here was released on audible and amazon Yay. and itunes Yay! Woo! Oh, that was loud. Sorry. So, yeah, that's done. It's out there in the world. Can I tell you how proud I am of you? Thanks. I love you, and I'm very, very proud of you. Because you worked tirelessly, and you focused on your craft with the time that you had, and you were diligent and fierce, and I'm really glad that you took on this challenge. Very, very proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It came out pretty good. I was <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> Why were you freaking out bit. at the end? Not at the end. Just like, I don't know. Once they accepted it, I was like, oh, God, what if we missed something? Yeah. Because they didn't, you know, they don't listen to all of it. But and we went uh, through it. Uh, I yeah, think, I, we went through it. I mean, it. how many times would you say that we went through it? The, it was quite a, few. a quite a few. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then, like, I don't know. It's just I was listening to it today. And uh, it sounds it sounds pretty good. Yeah. You know, like, it's not perfect, but it's it's for what with the resources we had, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. 
And I'm I'm proud because I I think we had to do something of that size to prove to ourselves that we could do it. I mean, this wasn't a, an easy book by any stretch of the imagination because of the the nature of the work was very heavy and at the same time the, just the sheer volume of the thing. By the time we were done, this was an 8-hour book. Mhm. 8 hours. Yeah, it's about 250 pages. Yeah. So, and you know, and it's not, it's not an easy subject matter. So, it's, right. you know. And so those were, those are some long sessions, but I think that we did the best we could with our resources and you knocked it out of the park every single time. So I, I think there's a lot of lessons to take from it too. I mean, just obviously the subject matter, are a lot to be you know, grateful for that we live in this day and age and we can look back and say, we've come a long way. We got a lot of work to do in terms of race relations, but also in the manner of just specifically the craft, like you progressed a lot in, in this, these last couple of months that we've been working on this. And I feel like there's things that I'm improving on and and trying to get better on that yeah, next time we're going to we're going to try to keep pushing it to that that level of excellence to do great work. But I'm proud of you. Thanks. Front and center, you you are so awesome. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have been able to sound that good if you didn't know how to use audition as well as you do. So I just see this button right here. <laughs> I just pushed the record button and I said, "Here's my favorite preset." <laughs> no, actually, I worked really hard on that preset. I just want to let everybody mm-hmm. know. Uh, that was about, I don't know, two months worth of <laughs> listening to my dumb <laughs> voice and adjusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, with, you know, with our powers combined, we produced a pretty good book, I think. There's so. good stuff there. Yeah. So yeah. check it out. We're going to uh, put it in the links in the description. And uh, yeah, that's been the the cherry on top of a very bizarre tasting um uh, what would you call this month? Is it like a cake or a... a gato. A, a what? That's what they call it in Britain. Oh. It's actually the French word for cake, so I'm not really sure why the Brits use that. I, but they call it a gato. I don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, in French, it's gato. It sounds That's like... cat in Spanish. Why did you say that? <laughs> gato. You're getting like glares from the cats. Oh, oh, there's Oscar. I I can't see him sometimes. Mm-hmm. He disappears. But uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be podcasting. And is there anything else you want to add? Any other tinks? No. No. We said everything. Good. Good. I think we covered everything. Let's do one last tink to you, my love. Congratulations on an awesome book. Go check it out, folks. And we're going to get back on a normal schedule now that we don't have to go to the basement where it's cold to record and podcast and have fun. So should I do the theme song? Should I do the music? (laughs) Oh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can email us at ourkidsasleep at gmail.com. All right, y'all, much love. And once again, here's our new theme song brought to you by our kid who is now asleep.